This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 36. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. It's a horrible, miserable, wet, grey, gloomy, rainy day here in London. I'm looking outside and it's just nasty. So I'm really pleased to be inside and recording these podcasts for you. I hope it's sunny and hot wherever you are, unless of course you like grey, rainy weather, in which case well, you should probably come to London because there's plenty of it here. We've got a great controversial question today for you from an iTunes review. But first, I'd like to thank our sponsors, italki. It's the website that I get my language lessons from every weekend. If you'd like to connect with native speakers, to start speaking your target language with real people, simply head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson to get, believe it or not, a free lesson. So let's dive into today's question, which comes in an iTunes review. Did I say that properly? An iTunes review from a certain person called Manchester AUL. Now, I'm guessing that's not your real name. Perhaps you're from Manchester. Maybe your name is AUL or all. I have no idea. But thanks for the review and thanks for the question. It's a great question and it goes like this. He or she asks, what's the difference between fluency and proficiency? Do I consider myself fluent or proficient in my languages? Okay. Now, this is a topic I generally dislike. And I find all the kind of endless arguments about fluency rather boring and tiresome, to be totally honest with you. I think it is kind of, it's, it's relevant. And for certain people in, in certain situations, in certain professions, it's extremely relevant and extremely important. Just for me, it's just not something I've ever considered. And, you know, the, the question I hate the most is, oh, are you fluent? <laughs> Some... Someone says, you know, do you speak Italian? I say, well, yeah. I say, are you fluent? Say, what, does that, what does that even mean? So I'm going st- to kind of give you my no-holds-barred take on this right now. I'm not, I'm not going to be particularly diplomatic about it. I'm just going to say exactly what I think. Now, this is a very personal answer, and I've only ever cared about learning languages for my own selfish personal reasons, okay? which uh, is basically to be able to talk to people from a different country, uh, or different nationality or whatever, and to be able to make friends and to integrate into a group, particular group of people or when I've been living abroad to integrate into that society and you know just be able to have that as part of my life. I mean, that is the only reason I learn languages. But I do recognize that people are all in different situations. So there are people who require a certain level in a language for their job, just to pass an exam, Maybe the, I know lots of people who are translators and are, you know, sometimes even more proficient than native speakers in the language that they work in. So th- there are different situations. All I can really talk about is is my own experience. And you know, for me, fluency is a completely arbitrary concept depending on what you want to be able to do. So the, the first thing I'm going to say to anyone out there who might who's ever had the thought of oh. Am I fluent enough or am I even fluent? I would say, please do not worry about that for one second. It does not matter. You have no need to be fluent, whatever that means. In fact, you can be, as we'll see in a second, you can be you can be very fluent in a language at a rather low level. It's not about whether you're as 
proficient as the next person, whether you're as, as fluent as, you know, whoever it may be. This is all about you and what you want to get out of it. The idea of proficiency, let's talk about proficiency first. It, it means different things to different people. If I say to you, for example, I'm proficient in Spanish. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean? I'm proficient. In, I mean, for me, it kind of has the, the connotation of, well, I'm, I'm okay. I can get by. I don't make too many mistakes. But then people might take that to mean something else. They might say, well, if you're proficient in Spanish, that means that you are like a native speaker or at a certain, a certain level. I don't know. If you do some, some kind of basic research on this, you find that everybody, literally everybody disagrees about it. So it's a kind of a non-concept. But you do hear people talking about high levels of proficiency and low levels of proficiency. And as soon as you look into the field of exams and language assessments, you, you do start to get this, this kind of talk around a lot. So you can obviously have a high level of proficiency. And so, for example, in, in Spanish that I mentioned earlier, I think I have a very high level of proficiency. In Arabic, which I'm still learning, I say I have a low level of proficiency. That, to me, simply means that I can do a lot more in Spanish than I can in Arabic. And you could go down the route of trying to quantify that, um, but I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to bother. The standard way of doing that is by looking at the CEFR, so it's the Common European Framework of Reference. That's where you get those, those classifications from A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2. And they kind of, within that framework, they do spell out all the different criteria for uh, proficiency at different levels of a language. And it's pretty good, actually. It's very well done, and lots of people use that as their benchmark. So proficiency to me simply means, well, how good are you at the language? Fluency, on the other hand, is different. Now, I want to start to talk about fluency by saying that in the world of language testing, there is a difference drawn between accuracy and fluency. Okay? I'll say that again. There is a difference between accuracy and fluency. So what that means is, if you were going, to, if, let's say you were learning English and you went to take an English exam like like IELTS, the International English Language Testing System, you would get, when you come to speak, you would get one mark for your accuracy. In other words, how correctly grammatically are you using the language? And another mark for fluency, which is how to what extent are you able to keep going and hold a conversation? So when you're getting marked for fluency, they're not looking at the, the grammatical correctness of what you're saying. They're looking at your ability to actually you know, be a good interlocutor, so be able to hold a good conversation, be able to express your, your opinions coherently and interact with the other person. Now, this is absolutely key because, and here's the main takeaway I want you to take from this, <clears throat> that you can be fluent at all different levels of a language including right at the beginning at an a1 level you can be you could be fluent with very very little but if you know how to use it then it makes all the difference so i would even go further and say not just that you can be fluent at different levels of a language you know if you want to if you're someone that wants to learn multiple languages, for example, or even if you're just getting started with your first, I'd say it's it's necessary to do a lot with a little. It's one of the best skills you can possibly learn to know a little bit in the language, a few words and phrases, but go out, use it with confidence. And you can be sometimes mistaken for being fluent. Now, at this this week, this past weekend, as, I, as I'm recording this, 
in London, we ran some polyglot workshops and I, I run those workshops with my friends, uh, Richard Simcott and Alex Rawlings. And we, so we came to London and Richard did a wonderful talk on speaking fluently. And he speaks a huge number of languages. You don't, you don't even want to know how many he speaks. So he is one of the most qualified people in the world to, to talk about this from personal experience. And he, in this session, he spoke at length about how, in his case, he was learning Hungarian and he speaks a little bit in Hungarian, not very much at all. And he, and he would be the first person to admit that. And he told this story about how we were all at lunch and we were served by a Hungarian waitress. And he said a couple of words to her in Hungarian. And everybody on the table, nobody on, nobody on the table sitting with him actually spoke Hungarian. So they all turned to Richard and said, oh, wow, you sound fluent. But of course, Richard only speaks a few words in the language. He's just He was just able to use them very well and very appropriately. And so that can make... A certain impression on people, which is exactly the same as if you were fluent in the language and only said a few words. So it's a very, very relative term, fluency. And so right from the beginning, whether you are just starting out or whether you are been going for, for, for a little bit longer, maybe you're at A2 level or B1 level, you know, moving towards an intermediate level, you know, you, your focus should not be on getting your level in the language up to a, a, the highest it can be and aiming to be like a native speaker or aiming to be like some guy you saw on YouTube. Your focus should be on trying to be fluent with the language that you've got. And so that takes lots and lots of, of practice. So, you know, sometimes when people ask me for a definition of fluency, I've said this in the past. And for me, you know, I, I, I don't know whether this is really the definition of fluency, but I would say in general... It's, fluency is the ability to hold a pleasant, enjoyable conversation with a native speaker without either person slowing down unduly to help the other person understand. All right. So in other words, it's the ability to to have to do what you want to be able to do without overly inconveniencing the other person. Does that make sense? That's how I consider fluency to be. Now, in terms of my own different languages, which uh, Manchester AUL asked about, um, again, it's very difficult to say because here's the, here's the thing, you can lose fluency in a language. And the example I always give for this is my Italian. I used to speak very, very good Italian, so much so that I actually translated a master's thesis from Italian into English. Now, this was uh, almost 15 years ago. But I used to speak it very well. But in the last 14 years or so, I've had no cause to use my Italian. I haven't had any Italian friends. And so I've kind of pretty much lost the ability to speak it. I still understand almost everything, but I would not be able to hold a good conversation simply because I haven't used it for so many years. Now, I know that if I were to go back to Italy and spend a few weeks there, I would get it all back very quickly, or at least quite a lot of it back very quickly. And so if you ask me, are you fluent in Italian? Well, I'd have to say no, because I couldn't hold a fluent conversation right now. But that in no way starts to describe the knowledge I've got in my head and my ability to become fluent at it again uh, relatively quickly. So do you see how, how complex this is and how kind of meaningless a lot of these, these kind of conversations are about trying to pinpoint that stuff? Um, so I hope that I hope that's been interesting. I've gone on a bit of a rant, and but but Manchester AUL, I want to thank you for the question. 
very much. I, it's not at all a. I don't want to. It wasn't my intention at all to to demean the question or say it's it's not a not a silly not a good question because I think it is a good question and it's something that a lot of people ask. It's just that for me personally, it's not something I worry about. It's not a question that, that keeps me up at night or that I think anyone else should necessarily worry about, unless of course you are planning to take a language test or need a specific level. For, for for some for some reason or another, in which case, yeah, you probably do need to look at that in more depth. So I hope that's been helpful. Uh, if you'd like to ask me a question, please do go. You can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash um, a a u l. <laughs> what am I talking about? That's Manchester a u l. I'm getting all confused. If you'd like to ask me a question, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask and you can do it from there. I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. I mean, what better uh, website to be talking about than italki when we're talking about fluency and proficiency. If you want to be fluent in a language, you need to be speaking with native speakers from the start. And italki is the best place to do that. You can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash start speaking. Now, at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind. I'm going to give you two, actually. Earlier on, I mentioned these workshops that we run in London. They are called the Polyglot Workshops, and we're going to be running two more workshops in November. So if you live in London or you'll be in the area and you'd like to come and join us in November for another fantastic full day of language coaching, discussion, fun, and just general good stuff, we'd love to see you there. You can go to, uh, what is it, polyglotworkshops.com forward slash London. That's polyglotworkshops.com forward slash London, and you can uh, you can book the tickets there. I also mentioned uh, mentioned my friend Richard Richard Simcott, a pillar of the language community. He has a fantastic Facebook page where there's lots of language related conversation going on all the time. So if you'd like to check out his Facebook page and join the discussion, I highly recommend it. You can go to facebook.com forward slash speaking fluently. That's facebook.com forward slash speaking fluently. That will put you in touch with Richard. Tell him I said hi. And I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.